It's rather challenging to determine whether or not there are genuine problems in San Antonio. What we know for sure is that Kawhi Leonard is not playing at the moment. And Greg Popovich is talking quite a bit to the media, which is something that doesn't normally happen. This is a strange season. Lamarcus Aldridge is the star for the San Antonio Spurs. Popovich has let us into his mind. We always knew he was a brilliant coach, but now we know he's a brilliant mind as well, which shouldn't be very surprising. And he's talking quite a bit, letting us know his thoughts on society. And these have been quite illuminating thoughts. So kudos to you, Pop. But illuminating thoughts aside, the Spurs are different this year. Kawhi, we thought had Spurs DNA. It turns out Kawhi could have just been a silent, stoic individual. Being silent and stoic doesn't mean that you are a Spur. Tim Duncan was, and he was Mr. Spur, the quintessential Spur. Kawhi happens to be silent and stoic. As we said, doesn't mean that he's a quintessential Spur. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum appear to have what it takes to be Spurs. And these players are accustomed to good coaching. Moving from Brad Stevens to Greg Popovich is a lateral move. Granted, Stevens is a young Popovich. So we'll see what happens there. But to say that the Spurs are different this year is an understatement. The Spurs actually have challenges this year. Off-court challenges is not the same Spurs that we're accustomed to. There's drama there where it never existed before, where we never knew it existed before. So we have to take a look at the Spurs. And this summer, a divorce just might be coming. And a new chapter of renewal for the San Antonio Spurs just might happen. So let's see what happens with these San Antonio Spurs. Where do they go from here? What becomes of Kawhi Leonard? What becomes of the Spurs DNA? It should be fun finding out. The Middlemaker Speaks was wrong about the Portland Trailblazers. Of the teams competing for the final spots in the Western Conference, we had picked the Blazers based on many bad performances, many bad streaks, to be the Western Conference team eliminated from this race. They sit at number three, and they're not going anywhere. We were definitely wrong about the Portland Trail Blazers. The Blazers just happen to work out their problems early on, and it's benefiting them now. So, kudos to the Portland Trail Blazers. And Damian Lillard is taking his game up a notch. The entire team is moving up a notch. The Blazers can only improve from within based on their cap situation. So what we are seeing from the Portland Trail Blazers is downright impressive. This team could spring an upset come playoffs. We'll see. But at least this year, at the very least, they should march 
to the second round of the playoffs. The process. Trust the process. They are a playoff team. The Sixers have two superstars. Embiid is a superstar. Ben Simmons is a rising superstar. And we don't use those words lightly. They have solid, if not tradable pieces, in Covington and Sarich, a promising rookie who could be a draft night trade bait in Markel Fultz. Luka Donich to Philadelphia. Let's see. The Sixers are in an enviable position. The only team that's in a more enviable position in the league, well, two teams, the Golden State Warriors and the Boston Celtics. The Sixers are in a battle for the third, fourth, or fifth seed. Home court advantage could come their way if they finish third or fourth. The Pacers and the Cavaliers stand in their way. An injury, an accidental injury, to the otherwise healthy, first-time healthy Joel Embiid could affect where they fall, could affect where they end up. They could end up at the five, but no lower than the five. And this is an improvement for this team, the Sixers. The process is close to being completed. Their ceiling is a championship. Their ceiling is a championship. The Sixers, come Friday, April 5th, play a home game against the Cleveland Cavaliers. I'll be rocking my black and gold finish the process t-shirt. And many in Sixers Nation will be rocking their black and gold finish the process t-shirts. It will be good to blanket the arena in black and gold saying, finish the process. Finish the process. Send that message to LeBron James. Not only should the Sixers beat the Cavaliers on the 5th of April, and control the third seed, they should also send a message to LeBron James that you are all that is needed to finish the process. So join me, Sixers fans, in black and gold, saying finish the process, and we will have more to say about LeBron James finishing the process next week, because you know we are on board saying that LeBron James should finish the process. And we are on board saying that the Philadelphia 76ers happen to be the most talented team in the NBA, not named the Golden State Warriors. With or without LeBron James, the Sixers will win a championship. LeBron would just happen to fast forward the timetable. So as opposed to three, two to three years, it would be next year, as this is the only team that LeBron James could join and immediately win a championship outside of the Golden State Warriors. The Sixers are primed and ready. So it's up to LeBron James to finish the process. And we who support the process 
and I'm counting myself as a supporter of the process, deck yourselves out in black and gold. Finish the process. It has been reported that Yanis will be working out with the Mamba this summer. Good, because it's going to be an early summer for the box. I'm still on the Yanis for MVP Island. He'll eventually get there. If Yanis ever, and he will develop that jump shot, he will become the undisputed best player in the NBA. That's how good Giannis is. Giannis this year reminds me of T-Mac in the 2000-2001 season. T-Mac's team lost in the playoffs to the Bucks. 3-1. They're no longer five-game series. They're seven-game series. But the Bucks seem destined to lose to the Raptors. Four to one, or thereabouts. And Giannis, just like T-Mac, will have his coming out party in this playoffs, granted in a losing effort to the Toronto Raptors. Giannis, 27.2 points per game. Tracy McGrady, 26.8 points per game. Assist numbers, quite similar. The emergence, quite similar. Giannis year five, McGrady was year four. But this is something to keep an eye on. How Giannis performs against the Raptors. But stay tuned for next year after Giannis has learned from the Mamba. The NBA playoffs are fast approaching. The final weeks of the NBA season are here. It's now. Blazers, Thunder, Jazz, Pelicans, Spurs, T-Wolves, Clippers, and Nuggets have a great deal left playing for. Each franchise has a shot at the playoffs. In the other conference, the Wiz, the Heat, and Bucks are battling for 6 through to 8. The Cavaliers, the Sixers, and the Pacers are battling for 3 through to 5. We will see competitive playoff games every time these four teams hit the court against each other. At the other end, the Hawks, Magic, Bulls, Kings, Mavs, Grizz, and Suns are all vying for top five picks. The Bulls and Mavs caught some flack for openly tanking. In other words, then chat too much. Such is the case for inexperienced tankers. You should take a leaf out of the perpetually tanking son's book. The Greeks took to tanking with gusto. They remembered what happened with Tim Duncan. Had the Spurs not tanked, yes, David Robinson could have come back earlier. They would not have gotten Tim Duncan. And their franchise would not have enjoyed the major success it has thus far enjoyed. 50 plus win seasons end this year for the Spurs. But 20 years, that's a hell of a long time. And it's no surprise 
that this was synonymous with the arrival of Tim Duncan. It wouldn't be surprising if the Grizzlies go 0-7 for the rest of the season. They're in a good position to earn the number one draft pick. This isn't the year when the Grizzlies lost out at a chance at drafting Carmela Anthony or even LeBron James with the number one pick. Remember, that was a possibility years ago. The Knicks are a team that don't know how to tank, it seems. They are winning games they should have otherwise have lost. They blew the opportunity that presented itself after Porzingis went down. The Knicks are stuck in limbo. But that appears to be New York basketball at the moment. Let's see if their scouting department can unearth another Porzingis. That remains to be seen. This year just feels like the Hawks are going to have the number one draft pick. But we'll see what happens. And we'll see if Chicago is able to put the tank into another gear and pass other teams such as the Mavs, the Kings, and the Nets on the way to worst. Earlier we spoke about the draft class on this pod. And we spoke about three names. That's the only three names that really mattered. Luka Danich, Marvin Bagley III, and DeAndre Ayton. Not much has changed since. These three players are still the most likely to earn the number one draft pick. Trey Young came on the scene. But Trey Young seems to be a cross between Steph Curry and Jim Fredette. One player that became a superstar. The other that flamed out. And his college season resembled both players. He became a star and he also flamed out. Which of these will Trey Young become in the league? Will he find a way to mold both players? We are going to find out because Trey Young will be drafted. And if he falls in the draft, he's going to be a steal. There are other quality players, but again, Aiton, Danich, and Bagley III are the only players that really matter for the number one draft pick. This is a season that is remarkable, and it's a season that keeps giving, the storylines keep coming. It's been marvelous. As we draw to a close, we look back and we are absolutely happy to be involved in some way with the best sporting league in the world. The only league that comes close happens to be the World Football Leagues spread across Europe. But this league, this NBA, is the best league bar none. We'd like to take this opportunity to congratulate Steve Nash, Jason Kidd, and especially Grant Hill for earning the right to be called Hall of Famers. You can email me at themiddlemakerspeaks at gmail. You can follow the Middlemaker Network, which is more than just the Middlemaker. There are others involved. You can follow us on Twitter at the Middlemaker. We haven't posted 
any MM Fantasy Lab podcast in a while. We'll be posting information relevant to sports betting and DFS in the coming days. The playoffs are coming, and this is a good time for sports bettors and DFS players to make some money. So we'll be more than happy to guide you along the way. There are changes, more changes coming to the Middlemaker Network as we go forward. This has been a wonderful NBA year for us here at the Middlemaker Network. We look forward to continuing working with you. We appreciate all the favorable messages. We appreciate the criticisms. We appreciate all the communication that our followers and our listeners have shared with us. And we're only going to be getting better. We're absent for a while, and you're constantly asked, when are we coming back? And we said it, we are just improving. We're getting better, and now we are back, and we're definitely better than ever. I am the Middle Maker, and this has been the Middle Maker Speaks. Catch you next time. Thank you.